from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Thinking Sideways is not supported by the power of levitation. Instead, it's supported by the generous donations of our listeners on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash thinking sideways to learn more. And thanks. Thinking Sideways. I don't understand. Does not compute. You never know. What? Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Hi there. Welcome to a special short episode of Thinking Sideways. I'm Joe, joined as always by... Steve. And... Devin. And, um, as some of you know, we've had an intern for a little while, um, and we are really confident in his abilities as a podcaster at this point. Yeah, so um, we'll we decided out. to invite him to this like very short roundtable, and um, hopefully it'll work out, and we'll see where it goes from here. So uh, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Justin. How you doing tonight? Steve, yeah. Devin, Joe. Yeah, doing quite well. Pretty good. Yeah. You know, so. It's weird. It's like he hasn't met us before. Or it is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. It's weird. Yeah. No, uh, he's met us before. He's our intern. Yeah. So welcome, Justin. Um, yeah. So um, welcome to this roundtable. Joe, it's your episode. Okay. Guess, well, so. yeah. Let's just talk about this. Yeah. This is one that's been bouncing around the internet for a while. Um, Courtesy of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, yeah. Unsolved Mysteries, the TV show, did do an episode on this one. Uh, it's the crew of the Casey Nicole. What happened to them? So, our story begins April 11th, 1990, or maybe April 10th, or maybe April 12th, because I've seen uh, all three dates in different accounts. Uh, and I decided to go with April 11th, because the date makes the most sense when you add up the days. Uh, hey, of the, the whole you're, you're using math again? Yeah, I know, I know. 
Count to four? I can do that, yeah. So four <laughs> men boarded the Casey Nicole, which was a 34-foot fishing boat. The four were Nathan Neesmith, his brother Billy Joe Neesmith, his nephew Keith Wilkes, and Franklin Brantley, a.k.a. Frank, who the Neesmiths had known for a long time. All of them lived in Darien, Georgia. Okay. How old were these guys? Uh, let's see. Nathan, 32. Billy Joe, 23. Keith, 18. And Frank, 23. So they, most of them had been on the sea for a number of years. At yeah. Least, yeah. Ex- except for Keith. I don't think Keith has spent a whole lot of time. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, but what they were doing is they were going to go out for a seven-day fishing trip, and I assume this was professional not and not just for pleasure. Although, at the same time, on a 34-foot boat, I'm not sure how many fish you can hold on something like that. Uh, five days later, April 16, 1990, Nathan Neesmith was found floating in a large wooden box about 20 miles east of Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. The others were missing. Uh, the Coast Guard kicked off a massive air and sea search with help from local private boat owners and commercial fishermen. The Casey Nicole was found that night, April 16th, about 45 miles off the coast. But all they found of the other three men was a life vest and a sleeping bag, about five miles from where Nathan was rescued. Uh, two days later, the search was called off, and Billy Joe, Keith, and Frank have, have never been seen since. All right, so, uh, so Justin, you did just about all the research on this one. <laughs> and, of course, this is your maiden podcast voyage here. Uh, so I, I've, we've been thinking that maybe you should present this mystery. You cool, you cool with that? You ready? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, all right, going back to the beginning, um, the Casey Nickel left uh, Darien uh, mm-hmm. at Zero Dark 30 on the 11th. Almost 24 hours later, something went wrong with this boat. Uh, according to news reports at the time, it uh, could have capsized. Uh, some internet sources say it was taking on water between the news and the internet. I'm not sure which one we, we can trust here. Uh, flip a coin, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's a 34-foot boat, so capsizing... Uh, seems a bit unlikely, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Although it, it, might, it seems like it maybe did. I don't know how the hell that happened. Well, if it took on water, it could have capsized. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. both. They were about 65 miles offshore, and Nathan said that he got up around 3.34 a.m. in the morning, started the engine and started driving uh, to somewhere to go fishing. And they that's a thing, right? Like when you go fishing out, you said you just go out early, right? Yeah, yeah I It's think not so. unusual that somebody would be awake at that time. Nah, no, I don't right? think so. No, that's that's kind of standard. Okay. Just want to make sure. They're like surfers. It's not suspicious that he was awake at that time. Okay. He noticed the boat was heavy with maneuvering and uh, it wasn't uh, going over the waves. It was kind of plowing through them because it was just not maneuvering as well. That's not great. <laughs> not when you're 65 miles out. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he woke up his brother, uh, Billy Joe, and told him to wake up the others. So Billy Joe went to the bow of the boat where Franklin and Keith were sleeping and, and noticed that there was a foot of water in the cabin in between the bunks. That's not good news. Really not good. Well, that would explain why it was plowing through the waves instead uh-huh. of going over them. Mm-hmm. It's think, not so buoyant anymore. I think yeah. it's time at this point to turn on the bilge pumps. <laughs> yeah. So they, they turn those on, and it they don't appear to be working. Oops. <gasps> so uh, they recently, uh, the boat had been pulled out of the water for maintenance, some repairs. Maybe those repairs were... Done by a family member who's <laughs> yeah. not charging. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody uh, forgot to reconnect the bilge pumps, maybe. Mm-hmm. Whoopsie. Always plug it back in. <laughs> yeah. 
So they go into panic mode. They start uh, calling out maydays because, well, well, yeah. <laughs> on the radio or just like yelling? Well, uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't question. think the radio is underwater. Okay, yet. so on the radio, got <laughs> yeah, it. This yeah. isn't Jaws, where yeah. you know, the, you know, they bust the radio. The brothers, uh, Nathan, Keith, and Frank, uh, they're they're doing a bucket line trying to get that water out. Uh, Billy is not getting any response on the radio. Uh, maybe the radio wasn't working. Maybe they're too far out and there's just nobody around. Well, it's four in the morning, so maybe nobody was awake. Yeah. It's possible. And uh, the engine quits, possibly because it's taken on water and it's flooded. Mm. Uh, so now they're losing the battle, and they go to Plan B, which is their life raft. And the life raft sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> I was saying, the, the life raft is, is there to save your life, but this well, doesn't seem to be the case. We've talked about this on the show before, my extensive experience on cruise ships. Yeah. Um, you know, life raft is like your very last chance, right? I mean, you don't want to do that. And then this one, it sounds like, was... Um, the sub subpar. Yeah, mm. maybe not in the best condition. And it, no. it, it only sat two, mm. not four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's you know that's like Titanic with yeah. You know, well, you know it's like Leonardo, <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> in the water. It's like you know when you go to the sporting goods store and, and and they say they advertise a two man raft and it's big enough for one man mm-hmm. and a four man is big enough for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they bought this in good faith, thinking hey it says four man raft, but mm-hmm. they're yeah. They're well, always... or like tents, right? Yeah. You get a yeah, tent exactly. that's like sleep six people and you're like, I can fit three in here maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, divide by two. Mm-hmm. They go to the raft and two of them are in the boat. The other two are kind of hanging on, sitting on the on the rim. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they all got their vests on. That's good. So the sun's coming up now because they've been battling this whole deal and getting In darkness the, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh so now they think well things are getting better we're you know we're gonna get discovered because the sun's out but their raft is leaking whoopsie uh luckily a hatch cover is drifting by so they grab it and tie it to the raft trying to give it extra flotation now that the sun is out they could uh see the uh Casey Nickel, and it hasn't completely sunk, you know, and, and that's kind of like, what was the other boat thing you guys did where it was like the unsinkable boat? Oh, yeah, the Joyita. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's Joe's like that. favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't sink all the way. It's just sort of submerged mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. looking creepy. Well, and particularly if it did capsize, and we don't, you know, you know, there's an air pocket in there. Yeah. Yeah, that, if it capsized. That'll help keep it afloat a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, part of it. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to be on the deck when it capsizes, but you can maybe climb back on because it'll still float yeah they see the capsized half sunken boat off in the distance now open water can you tell how far away it is Uh, i don't know it's uh it's in in accounts of this it seems to me it seems like some say close by some say three four miles away can you see it if it's three or four miles away i don't know i I think so i don't know i think you have an idea that it's there you can see something but you may not have it exactly yeah. That's also, it seems like a long way to drift. It really does, doesn't it? Unless the current is really strong. Well, unless, or, or if the uh, there's a lot of wind. Yeah, I guess maybe if like the tide is going in or out. 
pretty yeah. heavily. Well, I think the tide affects both objects equally, but if there's a lot of wind, then obviously the life raft is as a higher profile is going to be uh, mm. affected a lot mm-hmm. more by the wind. Do you have you seen have any of you seen pictures of the life raft? Do you know what kind of life raft it was? <sighs> no, I've seen pictures in the web, but I'm not sure if they're not just screen caps from the mm. DM Solved Mysteries episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When they I don't are, think, I think they are. I think yeah. they are too. Yeah. Okay. Cuz you know there are those life rafts that they have on like bigger ships that are contained in those capsules, which you might have on a smaller ship as well, that have the covering on top of them. They look like big pyramids, uh-huh. right? Versus yeah. the ones that are just like little dinghies. Uh-huh. I don't think that on this fishing boat in 1990, that's what they were they were springing for if they were just out of repairs. Well, I, mean, I don't think they're like that much more expensive. You're making uh-huh. a face that makes me think they are. Okay, I uh-huh. take it back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so okay, you're right, yeah. Uh, Or somebody's right. I don't know. Somebody. Who's? Well, here's what Nathan said. It looks like it it was maybe three or four miles from us. I said I don't know what kind of chance we got, but at least maybe one of us can make it to the boat and get some kind of help. Uh, Well, that's what I struck out to do. Not really sure what kind of sense that makes, but I Nah, it doesn't (laughs) seem to, really. Uh, (laughs) Wait, wait, I have a question here. Wait. So he swam? Yeah. 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 Did they not have oars in their life raft? No, you don't. That's why I'm saying it was this like inflatable thing. These little life rafts, they come in this like little pod. They're not that big. They're, you know, maybe like two feet, three feet wide. And you just pull a thing and they just inflate out. They don't have oars and stuff in them. They have like emergency rations and like a little water and a like light. But that's, I mean, that's what I imagine was on this ship was something inflatable. Yeah. Likely out of a pod, not something that's like an old, like from Titanic, right? With the, with the wooden oars the and everything. wooden gunboat. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's like that. They don't have oars usually on, on things like that because if you have oars it's like a lot of extra room that i'm wondering this is that if if something popped up next to the the life raft and they're they're tying it to the boat to get extra flotation it seems like there would be other flotsam that they could have grabbed and used to paddle Uh, i don't know it was flotsam what about jetsam yeah. yeah, yeah, I like no, that. No, I mean it's, it's yeah, I maybe, what, but what I maybe like, not. Yeah. I mean, if they were actually three or four miles away from the wreckage, there wouldn't have uh, been probably. I I just don't get it. You know, I mean, I really don't get it. Some of these some parts of the story don't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as Joe. No pun intended. Ha-ha, yeah, pun that's intended. why I'm asking this question. Pun pun intended. I, I think it's because they're on a rubber life raft and mm. not a wooden one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. once this thing deflates or takes on water they're in the water so yeah. why not screwed. go to something that's somewhat floating mm-hmm. as opposed to absolutely it's, uh, yeah and i yeah and if you can climb up on the hull of this boat you know then that's a better place to be than immersed in the, the ocean right and yeah. and you yeah. kind of think the ship might i guess probably there's some thought process of the ship might be salvageable parts yeah. of it at yeah. least, you know. But but to your guys' point, they don't know how far away this thing is. Yeah. They can't tell. I mean, it's like when you're walking down the strip in Vegas. That casino looks really close, and then by the time you get there, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Nathan sets out and claims that he spent many hours, like seven, swimming to... No, he didn't. That's a long time. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I believe he claimed that he did, but I don't believe... Felt like it. I mean, it was probably like 30 minutes. He probably well, he probably took some breaks. I think he was wearing a PFD, and, and when you... A PFD? Yeah, life really? vest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And Personal have you ever, flotation device? Have you ever tried swimming in a, in a PFD? Yeah, it's, it's impossible. It creates a huge amount of You have to do backstroke. Yeah, that's one way to do they it. They teach you a special stroke, actually, how to do. Oh, do they really? Yeah, it's yeah. like this. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need... <laughs> She's doing things with her hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's like that. You lay on your back, and then you kind of, like... Because you don't exert very much energy, uh-huh. and you, like, kind of kick with your feet, and then, like... I don't know. I don't even know mm. how to describe this motion. It's yeah. a hula dance. It's kind of a hula dance with your arms. Uh-huh. It exerts like almost no energy. And since you're laying on your back, your head's above the water and you get to go. I'm belaboring a point. I'm sorry. So, yeah, you're probably right. That's what he did. But all he day. probably didn't do that. He probably was trying to like swim, was like probably, breaststroke or something. And I'm sure he took lots of breaks. Yeah. Right. He Seven must've... hours seems excessive, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. We can check his time clock. But... <laughs> yeah. He says that. It took him seven hours, but when you're doing something crazy like that, it might take longer. Something stressful like that. Or less. Uh, He said when he arrived, it was just before dark. So it depends on when he set out. That could have been seven or more Yeah, you're right. I guess that's true. But again, this is from him, right? Well, no. I mean, why would he lie about that? Well, there's, you know, who knows? So he spends the night. He makes it, and he spends the night on the Casey. So he climbs up onto the hole and just spends his, drapes himself over it and spends the night clinging to the hole. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a comfortable sleep. Leonardo style. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's when things get a little strange, though. Uh, He's hanging on and he sees a freighter this is the next morning yeah yeah no. so he, he hangs on all night and the next morning he sees a freighter coming by and it stops three or four times and circles around and that kind of looks like it might be picking up people in my mind so mm-hmm. you know in the vicinity of where he expects the life raft to be exactly that's where he swam it's from kind of where the where his buds are but you know did the currents take them away. I mean, did I mean, the sharks eat them already? Yeah. This is his own best judgment. Okay. He says it looks like it made four stops, maybe five, and each time it would stop and circle, and it was in the direction where my mates were, so I figured that maybe it'd stop to pick them up. Uh, this went on for three hours, and then the freighter sailed off. That seems excessive. Uh, long you've, time. Been on, you've been on a cruise ship, right? Yeah. How long does it take to dock that stupid thing? 15 minutes. Mm. No, 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 no. I was on a cruise <laughs> ship for a long time. It's like 15 <laughs> minutes. It's... Uh, now, think ships, if that cruise ship had to circle before. You know, the thing is, is ships are much faster than people think they are. They can be. I mean, they can be. You're right. And I guess, like, if you've got something delicate in the water, you're going to be careful around it, mm. right? If you've got these people who are kind of floating, you're probably not going to circle them as fast as you possibly can. Full steam ahead! Yeah, probably not going to do that because you might suck them into your engines. Well, like you know, dolphins. But... You know, maybe what they were actually doing is they weren't rescuing them. Maybe they were actually just sadistic. And this they, is and they were theories. Actually... This is theories. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. They were we... just trying to suck them into their screws yeah, one let's by not one. Yeah, let's do that. No, we got to wait for theories okay, on fine. that one. Right? So uh, a large box floated by Nathan, and it popped up to the surface, and uh, he thought it was the uh, a bait box. We're, we're thinking it's a bait box. And... It's like a wooden box, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I... other people say it's an engine cover. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. yeah. He climbed onto it, 
And this was his new home. This is his life now. Yeah, for the next few days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so few days. I mean, then a few days without food and water and sun, no sunscreen. He's, he's mm-hmm. hurting. So I have a question, actually. So he climbed off of this hole, which was still floating. It wasn't sinking still, right? Yeah. The, it, was, it was in its kind of final resting state. Yeah, right. it wasn't gonna. It was going anywhere. So he must have assumed that the box would give him a better chance of getting to land. Uh, you know, Is that I'm the guess... sense that people have. I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking the Jaws end scene when they can kind of kick and uh-huh. swim with the the little flotation thing, okay. as opposed to just sitting. Even on... Even though he had a flotation device on him, he needed more. Um, mm. I, one word sharks what what's a small bay box gonna do more than a flotation it's a device? wooden box that you're sitting inside of uh, okay okay See, i can conceptualize that sure that's what i you know it sounds really uncomfortable to be in a in this box and it was a sizable box i mean three or four feet long at least right but it's got to be more comfortable than clinging to an, an overturned boat. The whole yeah. it's got to be a, a more comfortable ride. Okay. Although it's still it's regrettable they didn't happen to have like a you know see like a, a like a line from the boat that he could have tied the box off to so it wouldn't be separated from the boat. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just yeah. assumed that it was something that he could kind of paddle in mm-hmm. yeah. and move more maneuverable than, right, than, than the, the yeah. hull of a sunken ship or easily sit in and, and take a nap yeah mm. mm-hmm. okay all right i'm on board so his ordeal continued until monday the 16th until 9 a.m and he was spotted by a passing boat uh he was in really bad shape dehydrated sunburnt and i'm sure you know, if you'd taken on any seawater, that makes you a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, Probably some hypothermia in there too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is seawater. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he went to the hospital and he stayed there for several days. He reported hearing voices uh, while drifting at sea that kept him alive because... You know, they were encouraging him? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's nice of them. Exactly. I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Hallucinate! <laughs> yeah. As for Billy Joe, Keith, and Frank... They he assumed they were picked up by the freighter, but they disappeared, and he hadn't heard from them. We're never seen again. Yeah, not reported that they were they were rescued. So that's kind of strange that uh, these guys were picked up by a freighter, but then never seen again. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, there's nothing else. But it turns out that there is more to the story. Justin, thanks for your presentation. You did awesome. No problem. Well, actually, you're a pretty good intern. Three and a half gold stars. Yeah. 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 Out of 20. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Two star Yelp review. (laughs) Yeah. So Nathan is back on dry land. And uh, here's where things get a little hinky. Months after the accident, Nathan's sister, Anita, got a phone call from a person speaking Spanish. She couldn't understand anything that he said other than her name and her phone number. Everything else was unintelligible. Here's a quote from her. All this person would keep saying was repeating our phone number and saying our name, and that's all. And, you know, we just kept saying hello, hello, and it just cut off, unquote. That's from Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, and around Which is the, entirely reliable. Yeah, of course. As is we've it, learned. Yeah, Steve's yeah. favorite thing, yeah, mostly, at, yeah. At roughly around the same time, uh, the owner of the Casey Nicole, whose name was... Doug Tyson got a similar call. And this is something I was trying to find out, by the way. I was I was just curious if they had actually towed the Casey Nicole to shore, to shore and salvaged it. And uh, I, did a little, I did a little side research. I never got that. I never saw anything that said that they did. 
But they must have. You don't just leave stuff like that laying out in the ocean where it could be a navigation hazard. Um, well, the Coast Guard would go out and, and scuttle it. They could, they could maybe have scuttled it. I wasn't really sure. So I... Uh, That's a low priority for them. Probably, I, yeah. I called actually called the, the local Coast Guard station and asked them, and... Uh, the, uh, of course you did. Didn't yeah. respond? Well, yeah, I talked to this ensign. He said, well, I can't really tell you. What I'll do is I'll pass it up the chain of command. And it never happened. And it never called back. Yeah. And then I called back a couple of weeks later, and I talked to a petty officer who um, uh, told me that uh, all their logs from that far back would have been sent to the National Archives. That and sounds familiar. Sounds really familiar. <laughs> yeah. Really familiar. <laughs> it really does. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and of course that was twenty one. It was or excuse me, not twenty one. Twenty six years ago, so nobody around there would remember it. So you know, I'm out of luck. Called a called a reporter to local paper, and she didn't know about it either. So, did you Google uh, Street View? Uh, yeah, area? yeah, Street View for the, the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's blue. Yeah. Oh. Uh, where we get where, ish? Yeah, yeah. Okay, back to the owner of the Casey Nicole. Uh, so he got a similar phone call from a man speaking Spanish. And again, the only thing that Tyson could understand was his own name and his phone number being spoken to him. It wasn't until about six weeks later that they put two and two together. Doug Tyson was visiting the Neesmiths, and Anita mentioned that she'd gotten this strange phone call from a guy in Spanish, uh, speaking Spanish. And that's when Doug and his wife remembered his strange phone call. Magically remembered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the calls went on. Uh, Doug Tyson got two more similar calls, and Anita got three more in 1990 I found it at uh, Web Soups. Uh, web, uh, several different places actually, uh, and and there were there was actually a bit of difference as always between them. Oh. I did find them on one. It was uh, I can't remember the name of the website, but it was a forum, and it was hilarious. What, what one of these one of these guys said, uh, which is uh, you know after hearing about the phone calls, he says, "Well, why didn't they learn Spanish?" <laughs> <laughs> Are you effing kidding me? Yeah, why didn't they? Yeah, yeah. You get a phone call or two from somebody speaking Spanish. Well, I got to go enroll at the local community college and start oh, learning Spanish because awesome. I'm going to totally remember what I heard in a language I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, no, yeah. no, you should learn Spanish because the guy might call back. He might. Yeah, I yeah, know. duh. Yeah, oh. there's Rosetta Stone. Yeah. yeah, there's Rosetta Stone. I, I think that the the better thing to do is to put uh, just get a tape recorder and tape record. And if the guy calls, tape record the calls, and then go find somebody who speaks Spanish. That yeah. would make more sense. That makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And learn how to say in Spanish, "Tell me more," and then that's mm-hmm. it. That's all you need to know. So, what do you guys think of these phone calls? Do you think uh, these were valid or a con artist or, or pranks? Yeah, or, or pranks. even existed? Uh, yeah. I, what do you guys think? I, you know, actually, I believe that the, that the calls happened, um, but personally, I, it's possible that, that they didn't happen. But I mean, prank calls happen. Wrong numbers happen. It could have been all a misunderstanding. I mean, it could, it could have had nothing to do with the disappearance of the crew of the Casey Nicole. It seemed they were all a little connected, though, since they yeah, called. They, yeah. And it is. I mean, that's a we talk about this a lot, right, with the, like, that's a lot of coincidences. It is a, yeah, it would be a coincidence. It's true. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I don't put a lot of stock into them, uh, especially since the only real way that we know about them is online forums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that is that is a big issue. It's a big yeah, issue yeah. for me. Well, but I do. I think they're interesting. That's probably the most intriguing part of the whole mystery. It, well, it it does appear though from the unsolved mysteries thing that uh, that the family did, or at least they say they received these calls. Let me let me try and run with it this way then. Somebody calls who English is not their first language, uh-huh. so. Let's say they they get the number out of a phone book for uh, unrelated reasons. Mm -hmm. So they are able to repeat the phone number that they have just dialed in English. And because they're reading it, they can say the name in a very... But it's obviously accented. Mm -hmm. They could be saying, is this, you know, the, 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 the... What is the time and the date? What is the time and the date? Because, you know, there's that, there used to be that phone number that you call and it would say, the time and the date is. I mean, it could but be why would they be saying as, that? But I'm, I'm making yeah. a very blatantly stupid point about the fact that they could have been asking something very generic and innocuous, mm. but only had bits that these people who didn't understand a relatively thick accent were only able to make out. But There's again, very small bits of information they're able to decipher. I mean, it's a huge coincidence, right? That the people whose family disappeared in this boating accident happened to be the phone number that this person who didn't really speak English called. Okay, what what town, Joe, what town um, did this thing launch from? Uh, Darien, Georgia. In That's Georgia. not, like, okay. exactly a large town. But it's entirely possible that a dozen other people got several phone calls of very similar nature, well, somebody... but didn't report it because like, Somebody called. I couldn't understand them, and I hung up on them. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, that's possible. It could have been somebody calling up and saying, "Hey, would you like your gutters cleaned?" It's Mm. certainly possible, but I also do think that it is. It's hard to just write off as it was the wrong number. I'm I'm not in disagreement, but I'm not willing to give it that much stock just knowing that. That's fair. It's 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 really hard to say because uh, if they were calling them. They were, they were calling them to either, you know, extort money from them, say, we want money for the return of your loved ones. Uh, but in that case, why would they stop calling? Because... Because they died? Well, because they died or because... Well, they realized, they must have realized at some point that there was a language barrier there. Mm. You know, and so I, I need to find myself somebody who can speak English to present our extortion demands. And they never really got around to doing that. So maybe they got bored with the whole project and they decided to just, uh, you know, kill them. I also don't have the sense that that family had a whole lot of money. No. You know, it's not like you could be like, well, they're millionaires. Actually, I, I, I tracked down Nathan on, uh, on on Facebook and on the interwebs. And uh, he, is, he is living, uh, I, you know, he's not living high in the hog. Let's just say that. Well, here's my other question, though. Regardless of their status in financial, okay, if if six weeks later he says, "Hey, so it's weird. I got this phone call. Why?" And well, that's weird. I got the same phone call. We better learn Spanish. Or, hey, let's call the phone company and see if they can tell me where the phone call came from. Mm-hmm. Did that ever happen? No. Okay. If no. you're missing a family member and you're thinking this is connected, you might follow it up. Yeah. And, but on the same token, why didn't they call back? Well, does the Nigerian email scammer keep you know responding to you? No. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it was a con, if the if the phone call was real and it was a con man, then maybe they just abandoned the con. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I'm sure to like our intern more. Yeah, yeah our right. intern's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, it's like he has experience with this or whatever. 
<sighs> well, okay, there's the whole mystery in a yeah. nutshell. Um, does anybody have any theories? Of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. Sure. We oh. all have, we all have theories. Mm-hmm. I know. I we all have pet Steve theories. Steve is it's really ready to talk about his. It sounds apparently. like Steve wants to go first. So I why don't do. you go ahead? Yeah. I really really like my theory. Okay, okay, talk okay let's about hear it, it then. All right. I don't believe these guys were possibly doing. Well, the theory is this is the one I really like is that they weren't doing what they said they were doing, which was fishing. Uh-huh. Instead, they were running doing drugs. a lot of. Oh, okay. If you're out in the middle of the ocean. And you've left a port, and then you go back home. Nobody checks your boat. You're, yeah, you don't have to go through customs, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, we, we didn't catch anything because we didn't have any bait. Whoopsie, sorry, we've been out here for seven days. But our hold happens to be filled with cocaine. It's, yeah. That, yeah. it's that episode of Futurama where they're out in international waters, and Bender goes, guess what you guys are accessories to? <laughs> yeah, <Right? laughs> exactly. So it's very possible that these guys were running some kind of drug scam. Okay. And when the, when the whole thing went to tears... Their connection drove up and said, oh, hey, you're sinking. Uh, yeah, it turns out cocaine sinks, too, so I got to go and takes off. Oh, it wasn't, uh, like, it wasn't any kind of thing that was nefarious. No. It was just that saying, like this whole accident actually happened. This happens, but of course their friends show, their quote-unquote drug friends, because uh, it's always your drug friends. So, so the, the drug friends take the other three guys? Um, they must. So, so right? I don't know. I mean, it, it could it could be that the drug deal went south. So let's say you know, let's say the eighteen year old kid freaks out, mm-hmm. and shots are fired or knives are thrown because that's what happens at sea. Knives are thrown. Oh yeah, yeah um, swords, and so somebody you know, so this happens. Cutlasses are drawn and and somebody's quartered. And it, uh, don't look at me like this. This yeah. stuff happens on the ocean, according to Moby Dick. But of course. My point is, is that either a drug deal went south, is is this theory, or they started at what was the story of we're taking on water, the boat is having problems, it's real, was actually happening, but the boat that could have saved them went, uh, yeah, no, dude, later. I don't, I don't, I, I, I totally believe that people run drugs on boats. Oh, yeah. If this was in the Gulf of Mexico or Baja, California, I'm down with that, mm. but... Over on the Atlantic side, that's a long way down have to Miami. You been, I was going to say, it's, have you been to Miami? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's now, like that. It's, but that's a good point, though, because yeah. the drugs are coming from, like, you know, Colombia and mm-hmm. up to points north. Yeah. And, uh, that's, can, that's my only problem with yeah, that, yeah, no, that Georgia's not that far north. Yeah, no, but it's I just, mean, it's far enough north that it would be not suspicious. I mean, like, the ports in Miami, like, even little fishing boats, they're searched. The customs are, because it is Miami, right? Because there are so many drugs coming through there. They are way more vigilant than if somebody in like backwaters, Georgia goes out on a fishing trip and then comes back. They're not, they're definitely not going to search that. It's right? just a long way down the coast, I guess. Pretty far. You're right. Yeah. That's, that's my only issue. Okay, fine. Yeah. No, you know, I, I could, I could sort of see a scenario where like the, there's a, like a small freighter that's headed from say Columbia to, New York, you know, and they just rendezvous with the, these, this crew of people, you know, out in the middle of the ocean on their way and transfer a cargo. Well, n- now mm. if you flip the direction that they're going north, mm. I can buy the drug running. Mm. But if they were going south to Miami, I don't really buy it because then they're going to get searched to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah but that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. But, you know, this is popular on the web, but this particular theory is, but, um, you know. 
there's, of course, no evidence. Uh, and, and the other thing about it is if, if the drug deal went south, then you would think there would have been some bullet holes in the Casey mm. Nicole. You would and, think and that. You would think they would have so, killed okay, Nathan, so too. So what if, um, what if the Cassie Nicole had nothing to do with the drugs? It was the freighter that picked them up and then realized, Ooh, oops, we picked some people up and they saw some drugs and we've been like smuggling drugs, so we have to kill them now. Of course they saw the drugs because they have them right out on deck. Right. Yeah, bags and bags of cocaine right there well, on so deck. So what if that? <laughs> <laughs> Bales of weed. Yeah. yeah. Right? So that's, that explains the disappearance of all these people. Uh-huh, but also murdered. explains yeah. the sighting of the freighter. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and yeah, the problem with this one, of course, is is a why. Right? Why? Yeah, why would like? You why would you even pick people up if I, you're I, just gonna yeah, kill un- them? Unless you'd like the idea of rescuing them and washing the expressions on their faces as you tell them you're, you're, yeah. they're about to be horribly murdered. That seems silly. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, okay. I, yeah. And speaking of speaking of horrible people, uh, I was thinking about. <laughs> I have a theory that, that Billy Joe, Keith, and Frank were rescued by a freighter, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the crew of the freighter took them off somewhere and sold them into slavery. Oh, they didn't kill them because they saw the drugs. They were slavers. Yeah, they just thought, well, they like weren't slavery. necessarily slavers, but maybe they were from a part of the world. There are parts of the world where slavery is still a thing. There's a lot of parts of the world where white slavery particularly is a thing. Yeah, and yeah. so they might have just thought, hey, and let's how old? It. And how yeah. old were they? Uh, they were young, 18, 23. Yeah? Yeah, they were young. Meh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Strong backs. Yeah. I definitely. mean, that's 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 a key to manual labor. That's so funny, actually. When you say like slavery, you think strong backs. I think like sexual slavery. That, that's all I think about too. Yeah. And, and therefore, <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> uh, sex slaves. Yeah. And therefore, males are pretty useless. Especially. Well, I don't know. Oh, that's, that's not, not true. necessarily true. That's not true <laughs> at all. There's... That's like uh. not even close to true. Males, young, attractive male sex slaves, and I've seen pictures of them. They're not like the worst not bad looking, looking no, guys. No. There are parts of the world where that's like high demand. So okay, yeah, I'm on board with the slavery thing. Yeah, so they're they're probably are work- you pro. I'm not pro slavery. Oh, okay. <laughs> we better make I'm that clear. I'm pro Fine. the theory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only problem with this is that you know if they'd been dragged aboard the boat, you know, and everything, you would think that they would have said, "Hey, our friend Nathan is right over there, three or four miles away. Can we go get him?" They didn't do that. Unless it was very apparent what was happening to them. Yeah, they they would have had to immediately say, "Hey." Good to meet you. We're going to take you out to a slave market uh, and, and sell you into slavery. And then, then they would think, oh, better just keep quiet about Nathan because if they heard about Nathan, they'd be thinking, hey, cool, another slave. It, yeah. so, they yeah. might not even known their demise. They, they might have just been held at gunpoint and being treated aggressively mm-hmm. so yeah. therefore they don't bring yeah. up. Yeah, they don't, they don't talk about Nathan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that is the thing that's one of the things that is mysterious about this whole thing is that if a freighter came by and if a freighter picked up those three. Why didn't the freighter come for Nathan? Mm-hmm. I don't believe the freighter was there to pick them up. I, I think the freighter could have been a research uh, ship or just something totally unrelated. Uh-huh. And yeah. you know, watching the dolphins or you know, whale tour and and just half off on Groupon. Mm-hmm. And Nathan just had no idea. He just assumed it was picking up his friends. Yeah, that's. You know, I, I had a, a similar thought, which is that there that, was more than one freighter. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that's it is. It's true that that's a suspicious number of like circles well, for the freighter. To, I mean, they're, if they're all three in the same location, you just make the one stop. Yeah, right? And the other thing is if they, if they have been separated, mm-hmm. then what I would think that you would launch your tender and send a tender to go pick them up and bring them back. You have to be in a certain depth of water uh-huh. for your tender. And actually, there are a lot of, um, I, again, cruise ships, sorry. Yeah. But the cruise ships don't carry their tenders. Oh, they don't? No. Oh, really? Mm-mm. They're where they're in the port. 
Oh, so I they see. go from port to ship to port. So the only ship they would have to launch would be their life rafts. And you obviously don't do that because there's no way to get those back on board. Mm, makes so, sense. But it does seem like a lot of trips. I mean, you know, five or six circles to make to pick up three guys who are presumably in about the same place. That seems like a lot. That does seem like a lot. But, yeah, that's why I was thinking that perhaps, you know, Nathan was, uh, he was, he'd been through a lot. I mean, he was exhausted after his swim. He's already, I'm sure, got dehydration mm-hmm. and hypothermia. Mm-hmm. So, and he, and he spent a pretty much sleepless night on the, the on the, on the boat. And so he might've just been drifting in and out, you know? So he wakes up, sees a freighter, wakes up, sees another freighter. Well, and that's several miles away. They're oh, going to yeah. look all kind of like, you know, kind of alike, you know? A lot and, alike. Yeah, a lot alike. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, here's a freighter. Oh, here's a freighter. So, you know, that it might have just been several freighters. He wouldn't even really have to be drifting in and out. I mean, it could just be that it was just far enough on the horizon mm-hmm. that, you know, he thought it was circling. Yeah. So it was going out of view and back into view, but it was really just like new ones every time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, could have been. It's also entirely possible that he's just hallucinating the whole thing. I mean, we know that he was sunburned, dehydrated, Mm -hmm. and God help me if he made the stupid choice of deciding to drink a little seawater. He said he tried hard not to do that. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. it's it's very hard to resist, I understand, but it Uh, it does crazy things to your brain. That is an an instant recipe for hallucinations. So he could have just been... Thinking about his friends and decide, and, and in his little, you know, sunbaked brain, saw ships in the distance because ships are what you're hoping for. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. There is one more idea I came up with for Nathan. It's sort of my uh, specialty, and it's murder. Ah, oh. murder. Murder most foul. It, maybe, maybe he murdered everybody. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he did. I'm just saying that maybe... Somebody borrowed his fishing lure, didn't mm. give it back. Yeah. Maybe the drug deal went down wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he would have killed his brother and everybody, but when you cover murder, you see people do the most weird things. Yeah. And, and things that you would never expect. So mm. is it that he, he murdered them all or things went south and that, you know, in through the commission of the murder, the, the boat suffered damage and then... Well, I guess for mm. me, the murder idea does help to explain these phone calls too right that it may not be that the phone calls were actually placed but that people close to nathan had motivation to say that the phone calls were made because they were trying to cover for him um i think that if i were in nathan's position i would just want to let the matter die rather than keep it alive (laughs) but uh, yeah, the, the problem I have with the murder theory, uh, and there's people who's, who've mentioned that, is that it's easy enough to imagine him killing people and throwing their bodies overboard, but then how does he capsize a 34-foot boat? How do you go about doing a that? A hole in the hole. Yeah. Or, or why would he? Because that's his ticket home. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's exactly true, too, yeah. But he could have very easily reversed the bilge pump. Let's say, let's say he, he could have. Uh, yeah. Let's okay. say he, he, he kills have, him well, and he throws him overboard. He's like, I gotta, I gotta scuttle this boat. They have seacocks, you know, too. Yeah. And next so, question. Sorry, not to interrupt. Yeah. But next question. Why not just say the boat capsized and sunk, and here I am safe on this happy little vessel that is rubber. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, like maybe, maybe the the raft was bad. Right. Mm. Which would drive him back to the boat. Right. Yeah. But. 
Mm. The raft would have to actually be bad then. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's Why like, wouldn't... Everybody, he says, Nathan says that everybody on the raft, the other three, were all, no, no, Nathan, don't leave us. we got to stay together. But And he was like, no, I'm going to go get help. But we don't know, really know what happened. I mean, he might have said, screw all y'all. The raft's got a leak. I'm, I'm leaving. That's I'm out of here. The best <laughs> lies are based on truth. So. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So he could have... So, so maybe not a outright murder, but a neglect or abandonment. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, and, and, and in Nathan's favor, you know, I mean, the other people also had the option of leaving the leaky raft and going back to the to the hull of the Casey Nicole. Yeah. And they did. And I they don't chose. know if it was big enough. Yeah. I mean, it Jack might or not Rose, it's it, hard to decide. Yeah, it might. I mean, maybe there was a big battle and they were all like, you know, clawing each other's eyes out. To get them it's all, yeah, it's always possible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I hate to, and I hate, I shouldn't even say stuff like that because I'm sure it's not true. Uh, you know, I'm sure Nathan didn't do anything like that. But uh, maybe he did. Our intern seems to think so. Uh, yeah, I think the whole murder thing or whatever thing that, you know, uh, probably it's just the internet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's bunk. I think nothing against you, Justin, our intern, but you've been doing this for less time than we have. So I, I can understand how you would get, you know, kind of wrapped up in this. Uh, you know, kind of internet conspiracy theory stuff. So I, I, but I really appreciate you bringing it to the table. It's, it's good. It's, it's good. Don't worry, kid. You're learning. Well, this concludes our investigation. Uh, as always, we solved the hell out of it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, if you want to, if you want to learn more, go to our website, thinkingsidewayspodcast.com, where you can listen to episodes. Uh, we'll have links out there for you guys to, to go to. And you can, of course, leave complimentary comments. We have a bot that filters out nasty comments. Um, and that's about it. You guys, last thoughts? Uh, no, I just wanted to like thank Justin, our intern. Um, you know, Thanks, I think Justin. you did a really good job on this episode. Indeed. Yeah, and I and you know the reason that we took you on as an intern was because we know you were involved with this like other podcast that I guess also had something to do with unsolved mysteries. So yeah, we knew yeah. that you were going to be good fit, but we're we're really happy to see that you were good fit in this roundtable format, and you really did a good job with the script. So thank you for that, and we're just kind of hoping. I guess that, um, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, like, how are you feeling about this podcast versus, like, whatever the other project you were doing was before? Oh, I'm, I'm loving this. this yeah. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I, I don't think I was, I was able to do all these things before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So that's good. So I guess you can, you'll continue with us and um, uh, we'll and see. I, guess... I don't know, I guess that, that other, like, generational question yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that was happening before, hopefully you'll just um, continue with Team Sideways and... And, uh, yeah, we'll that's be good. good to go. Excellent. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Do you do you want any help writing your dear John email? <laughs> <laughs>